This race has its own place, its own meaning. Its own meaning to these drivers who are about to risk everything. It was another heartbreak for Dale Earnhardt in the 1990 Daytona 500. This was the 32nd running of the Great American Race, held on February 18, 1990. On lap 27, Richard Petty, who started a promising 11th, spun ahead of Phil Parsons while running 13th. Petty is in trouble, spinning, sliding to the inside. Richard Petty's car number 43 running in 13th position. Caution is out on the track. Can I believe he's stuck down in the grass? I don't think he can get the car to move. The spin left him with all four tires flat. Meaning the King would need a wrecker to take him to the pits for new tires. And as expected, he would finish well down the pecking order. During the yellow, Davey Allison running six pitted with the leaders and hit the pit wall as he slid the tires. This was unnoticed by the television broadcast for several minutes. No injuries were reported, but Mike Joy confirmed the left front toe damage. We've just had a major incident down here in turn one involving four cars. It looked like Phil Parsons number four got loose. The Mike Alexander, number 12, has been collected. So has Alan Kowicki's car, number 7, been involved. And Robbie Moroso, the rookie's number 20. But it was Dale Earnhardt who was the dominator of this race, leading nearly three-quarters of it, a monster 150 laps. Unbelievable, this Earnhardt performance. The way, the way Earnhardt is running, uh, he could very easily lap the entire field. Earnhardt had the race in his grasp with a lead of more than 40 seconds until lap 193 when Jeff Bodine spun in the first turn, causing the third and final caution of the race. Bad news on the radio to Richard Childress. What did your driver, Dale Earnhardt, just tell you? I said the eight car rammed him in the left rear out there. How bad is it? Any idea? I don't know. He said he hit him real hard. I don't know. You've got to come through a lot of traffic here. Are you still going to win this race? Who knows? You know, we got five laps to go. I'll guarantee you Dale will be trying. These guys are not happy. They've complained to the NASCAR officials. The contention is that Bobby Hillen hit Dale Earnhardt in the left rear under yellow. And when they go back green, he'll have a damaged race car. Derek Cope assumed the lead again by staying out. A call made by crew chief Buddy Perrin. More remarkable about the Cope performance is the fact that he's doing it on used tires. His crew chief, Buddy Perrin, elected to keep him out on that caution period to take the lead in the race. The top five on the restart were Cope, Bobby Hinlin, Dale Earnhardt, Terry Labonte and Bill Elliott. But with a few laps remaining, Rick Wilson lost an engine and a piece of metal bell housing from that engine had tumbled to a stop on the backstretch. On the last lap, Earnhardt ran over it and shredded his right rear tire. He held the wheel straight, let off the throttle, and let his car climb the banking of turn three. Here comes Coke down on the inside. Earnhardt has Earnhardt slopping back. Something is amiss. But Derek Cope drove by Earnhardt to win his first ever Winston Cup victory. Here comes the field driving for the finish. And on the outside, it is car number 10, Derek Cope. Something amiss on the Earnhardt car. Coming to the line, it's Labonte pulling up and an amazing finish. The Whitcomb Racing Team has won it. Earnhardt leads and almost gets there, but hits a chunk of metal. Derek Cope cruises past and into victory lane, taking the checkered flag for the 1990 Daytona 500.